welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, Taryn, alongside Jamie, Dan and Joe, as always. And here they are. How are we doing? What's up, Boos? Yeah, yes. really, really good, mate. How are you doing? You all good? Um, Yeah, not bad. Busy week. I'm down to me being the only person in on my team today and tomorrow. So that's been busy. Kind of trying to hold the fort of a full team because people are either move to different departments or they're off ill or they're just on their days off because they're part-time so yeah that's interesting but an earlier finish tomorrow and a later start to thank me for all my efforts instead of a 7-4 i'm on an 8-3 tomorrow so two hours less on the day so i can't moan it's all worth it because of that and then looking forward to a relapse on the weekend how's everybody else yeah good Oh, that sounds like it. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. You sound like you watched. You sound like you watched a Shane McMahon match. I was tired after Royal Rub. I was literally like staying, like putting a cocktail sticks in my eyes, like stay awake, stay awake. And at the end of the match, I was like, I wish I went to bed now. You managed. You both managed to stay awake. You did, yeah. It's British time. It's quarter to five in the morning. We've stayed up. You know, we haven't slept for 24 hours. And then all of a sudden, here comes the money. Here it goes. <laughs> money talks. And you're like, oh, God, why did I stay up? Well, knowing what happened last time when I went over to Jamie's to watch the last AEW event and we both fell asleep 10 minutes in, I did have a, an hour or two's nap before and before I set off to his. And that was a good idea because we both stayed awake all the way throughout. And, uh, yes, we both got to see the absolute delights that were on offer. Um, yeah, I mean, we're going we're gonna to have a look at the event, as we always do. We're going to break down each match, specifically, of course, both Rumble matches, and um, have a look how our predictions went as well. To be honest, I haven't even looked at the predictions, so I can't remember who we all said and what we said and, and what the boys are. Probably. I, I mean, I might have even sneaked in there. You never do know. You never do know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that, that'll be on the fly. I'll be looking at that whilst we're whilst we're chatting. But, um, like I say, we're going to break down each match overall but just your general consensus guys how how do you think the event was without going into any specific match pay-per-view of the year well <laughs> you know what better than day one everyone loves it the was... Royal rumble and all that mattered was we finally got to hear that sweet sweet music because I don't give a damn about my reputation. I have no idea what you're talking about. I thought you were going to say, we heard that music. We heard that music. Here comes the money. Here it goes. <laughs> money talks. Did uh, did you enjoy the event, Joe, overall? or I mean, what, what were you saying? Thumbs up, thumbs in the middle, thumbs it, down? It was... It was like, you know, a premium live event, as we like to say. Um, of course, was pretty good overall, you know. Um, I enjoyed most of the matches. I know we'll uh, break everything down in all in all, but everything was pretty good. But the end, the, the end rumble and what, what happened was a bit nah. But overall, it was a good, like, every match was pretty good, I've got to say. So, yeah, I, I liked it as a whole. The end rumble, not so much, but I'm sure we'll get into that later. Thumbs in the middle, down, up, down. Um, if it wasn't for the women's rumble, then I would have said it was dreadful. Uh, the women's rumble was amazing. 
absolutely loved it. Um, well, I know we'll go through match by match, but you know what? It's the first time I've stayed up for a wrestling pay-per-view since WrestleMania. Um, and even that, I went to bed early. But um, it was all okay. It was okay. It was nice. I got in- involved. But there's me, like, during the men's Royal Rumble match going, okay, can we have a surprise now? Can we have a surprise now? And the only things I was looking forward to were the botches. You know, we saw a Kobe Kingston botch, <laughs> many Tamina botches. Um, so it was good. You know, I was playing little games like that, like, oh, where are we going to see the botch? But in terms of Royal Rumbles, Royal Rumble is probably my, my favourite pay-per-view. And if I had to put them in order of, like, my favourite Rumbles of all time, this one would probably be in the bottom half of the, like, 30, 30 list. It'd probably be in, like, the bottom five, I would say. Yeah, no, I think that's a fair comment. And I would probably go... I'm toying between thumbs down and thumbs in the middle. I think there was a couple of matches which saved it from being a thumbs down. Um but there's certainly a couple of matches that put it as a thumbs down. So I suppose I have to be fair and go thumbs in the middle. Letter grade, D plus C minus, maybe. I would go with overall as well. Could but, do uh, better. Could do better. I said, must try harder. It's like when you used to have your... Uh... Must book better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get his red, red market pen out and... Uh... Right over the top of it. Get yeah, your red marker off. pen out like they used to in um, school where the teacher used to write, see me. Yeah. <laughs> I, of course, I never got that. I had the nice green pen. I had the nice You green can't green see me, it would oh, say. Oh, here we go, for God's sake. Well, see, he wasn't we even have, there. We didn't have that in Wales. We have we have it in Welsh because they want to encourage you. It's national, oh, happy National Welsh um, Welsh Language Day today as well, guys. Is it? Is it? Okay, yeah. then, right. The remainder. I thought it's time podcast... to talk day about mental health. No, it's national national yeah, time uh, to Welsh language Welsh. day. Or learn to <laughs> learn the Welsh language, um, even though only thirteen percent of our population knows it. But you know, we wouldn't have like see me. It'd be Diane. Well done. That's what we'd have. Oh, Diane, Dan. Diane. I'm like, thank you, Bendigedig. That means that means what? That means brilliant in Welsh. Bendigedig. Well happy. Well, I mean, how do you go from there? We're, we're going to break down the event now, starting with match one, and we might as well start with Dan. So, Dan, rest of the podcast, please, if you wouldn't mind, conduct the rest of it in the Welsh language, the native tongue, please, moving forward. Oh, yeah, of course. You go. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Let's have a look then. So, first match of the night, opening up, I think we all had the general idea that one of the two World Championship matches was going to kick off the event. We weren't sure which one. Universal or WWE, but it ended up being the Universal Championship, and it was, of course, Seth freaking Rollins trying to um, retain the title away from Roman Reigns, who is the current champion. And th- I mean, this is an interesting one as far as our predictions go because no, we, we all lost. <laughs> we all what what we might need to do moving forward is say rather than saying who we think is going to win the match, unless we specifically say by a certain way by DQ or whatever, we should maybe go for oh our prediction is that champion retains because this is a bit of a dodgy one. Um, but it was the opening match of the night, just short of fifteen minutes. And yeah, Seth Rollins officially won the match by disqualification. So Roman Reigns retains the championship as per WWE rules. And I mean, I'll I'll go first. I enjoyed the match. I thought it was a decent opening. Um, Seth Rollins coming down to the Shield music and in the Shield gear. Nice bit of added entertainment. And yeah, I thought overall the, the match was entertaining. It gave 
it made both guys look good. Seth didn't look weak, but well, he didn't. I was going to say by losing, he didn't lose, but he didn't. He didn't look weak. Um, obviously, it made still made Roman look strong, and it made him look like a chicken shit heel as well by the fact, of course, <laughs> that he wouldn't give up the um, the submission. Hence, the reason getting disqualified. But yeah, it, it keeps a momentum going with Seth as well because, of course, you know he. Um, he, he didn't lose the match and he and he didn't give up effectively. So I like the way that he went with it. I know I know some people aren't happy, especially on premium live events on pay-per-views when matches end by DQ. And I know it happens a lot on weekly TV, but I I can't think of the last time a world title match last ended in a DQ on a pay-per-view on a premium live event. I might be wrong thinking it's been a long while, but I've got a feeling it's been a long while. And I think mm. that means it was okay. And because it was done in the context of the way that it was, I'm not I'm not disappointed. You're either gonna have Roman Reigns lose, which there's an argument for is it time for him to lose the title or not? I know he's had it for so long, or you're gonna have Seth Rollins lose by clean, you know, by pinfall or submission. And then, you know, with the upward momentum that he's got, do you really want that? So I don't mind it when it doesn't happen all the time and it doesn't happen all the time in pay-per-views. And I had no issues personally with how the match finished. Specifically, of course, with the little homage back to when Seth turned on the shield with Reigns and Ambrose with a chair shot to the back. And of course, Reigns returned the favour at the end of the match as well. So that was a nice little moment as well. Paid a bit of a, guess what? Long-term booking. (laughs) But yeah, so Joe... What do you think of the uh, the opening match? Yeah, um, when the shield music went off, I like popped. I was like, "Oh my god!" And then he actually came down to the shield gear. Um, I thought the storytelling in this match was second to none. The storytelling was really good by Seth Rollins. You know, he kept trying to do like the shield fist bump to Roman Reigns. He did like the shield power bomb on the um, announcer's desk, and he was like, "He's like, come on, brother, come on, brother." One more time, one more time. He was like talking crap to Roman Reigns, and then you could see like Roman Reigns, like his face, like him doubting himself and like talking to himself, like, no, I'm the terrible chief now. I'm the head of the table. I bet the shield. I've moved on. Like, like you can see him like psyching himself up and talking to himself throughout, throughout the entire match. And I'm, I wasn't a big fan of the finish, but I kind of get, I get why they did it because. They want to keep Roman strong, and Seth is a really good heel as well. So if either one of them lost clean, then it would make the other one look weak. So I understand why they did it. I just, I was just hoping like one of them would pin the other one, but I understand why they did it. You were a fan of the opening match then, Jamie? Yeah, Jamie was, because as soon as he heard that Shield music hit, he it's said, Ambrose. there he is. It's, it's a wow John thing. Moxley. Yeah, <laughs> there he is. The forbidden door has been opened. Yeah, that door for Mickey James. <laughs> um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I think it's a bit weird, like I said, with the the way it finished and then what they did on Raw. It was like, oh, Seth, well, you never lost the match. So I tell you what, be in the elimination chamber. That's your prize. <laughs> but no, yeah, it was a good match. There's nothing much more I can say that you guys haven't. Done. Yeah, I mean, to, to be fair, I, at the time when I'm watching the Royal Rumble, I was fine with the result. I'm thinking, yeah, okay, he got angry, they he frustrated him. But I thought they were going to probably lead towards Elimination Chamber and they have a one-on-one match. You know, Seth gets a rematch, but it's in 
a cage or they've got some sort of stipulation. Instead, he's just on the KO show on Raw. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's just SmackDown business. And Raw business is I'm in the Elimination Chamber going after another title. So he's having three title matches. He can't win nothing. You know, and there's loads of other people who potentially could have climbed the rank. So from a wrestling standpoint, I would have preferred to have seen somebody else maybe go in the Chamber. But if you look at that card, if you don't know wrestling or you don't watch wrestling that often, you look at the card for the Elimination Chamber, you know what? That'll convince a lot of people to tune in and watch it. But in terms of this match... At the time, I thought it was good, but actually seeing how it's developed since, it just looks really wishy-washy. But the match itself was pretty decent. It had everything it said on the tin. Like Joe said, really good storytelling. It's just, I wish they'd follow up on what they were doing because the aftermath just makes no sense. I'm sure they will after WrestleMania. What, you you think there's going to be some decent long-term booking and storytelling coming from this? You trust the WWE to do it? You're right, I apologise, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> you know it's true. Decent match to open with then, and we move on to, well, shall we? Yeah, no, I was debating, shall we just leave the two Rumble matches to the end? But no, let's go with them in order. So we have the the 30 women Royal Rumble match, which was the longest match of the evening, just short of 60 minutes, 59 minutes 40. And I think, as you say, we're all in agreement this was certainly the better of the two rumble matches um for both um storytelling surprises um and just entertainment so we the the issue that i've got here is that i'm slightly worried now about my predictions from last week i'm looking out and thinking oh dear where am i going to get the points from but we had our first entrance our first entrance was Sasha Banks, and we had our Sailor second, Moon. Sailor Moon, trusted Sailor Moon <laughs> gear. Yeah, very true. And then we had our second of Melina. Um, Melina looked good. Show Melina some respect. She looked, Just straight she looked, over. I, 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 I showed her some respect. I thought she looked bloody good. Lovely choice of attire. Lovely costume, I thought. And decent pop as well. A big pop for her. And good to see they actually had the paparazzi and red carpet out for her as well when she came out, like the old proper M&M entrance, because when her music kit and I was like, oh my God, it's, it's Melina. I thought, oh, she's just going to wander out. But no, they, they did go all out with it, so they stuck to the original character, which was good. Um, but I think this was probably our first botch of the night. And I think you called it, Dan, when we were on our chat still talking during the match. And I kind of said, oh, no, I don't think so. I said, I think Sasha Banks is probably going to go on a bit of a streak here just eliminating everyone that comes in. So she probably did mean to go out that quick. I take that back. I do think it probably was about thinking about it. She went out much quicker than she should have done. Probably slipped doing these splits like she does. But we we happy to see Melina. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah, really yeah, no nice surprise. surprise. And he got he got the first pop of the night, didn't it, for his part of the rumble. Um, you know, if you're gonna kick it off, like you said, with the paparazzi and stuff, she did the splits, and then when she was eliminated, we had Sasha mocking her with the splits as well. Yeah, exactly how we wanted to kick it off, to be fair. Smash him. She did look at twerk on the floor, didn't she, Sasha Banks? Yes. Yeah, yeah, she did. They, they were both enjoying it. And Melina start Melina did start crying a little bit, if anybody noticed. She was happy to be there. Sign her back up. <laughs> Surprised she wasn't on Raw because the last couple of years they've had 
the people that were in, in the Rumble, like even if it was just one appearance, like the match after, like Carlito, he, he did on the Raw after before he disappeared. And then oh, a year before that, I can't think we had Lita. of it was, did. Is it. Yeah, but I think we already thought that Lita was going to be staying for a bit longer anyway, didn't we? So we'll see. Tamina, nobody's Mina. Nobody Mina. Oh, mate, I've got an issue with Tamina. Go on. I've got an issue. So every time somebody was about to be eliminated, we'll go through some of the next entrants coming out, every time somebody was about to be eliminated, she would just go over and stop the elimination, hit him in the back and then walk off. I'm thinking, Tamina, the the subject of the, the Royal Rumble is to throw your opponents over the top rope. So if your opponent is chucking another opponent over the top rope, why are you unless you're best friends with them, why are you stopping it? But it was like because she people, wants like, the elimination, she wants to break the record. Because nobody's meaner. Yeah, but use your brain. But then she went to eliminate somebody. Um, so she knows how to chuck people over the top rope. For some reason, every time she saw somebody about to be eliminated, like a Kelly Kelly about to be eliminated, she doesn't know Kelly Kelly and she was going to say her. I'm thinking Tamina, if anything, help, because if you help, you get an assisted elimination, helps towards your stats. But no, nothing. She just kept, she went in that rumble and just didn't have a clue what she was doing. She was all over the shop. And I don't even think that was anything to do with the booking either. I think she was just thinking, right, I know I've got to be in here for 10 minutes and eliminate a couple of people. Um, in fact, in saying that, she didn't eliminate anyone. I'm looking at the stats. So knowing that she had to be in there for... Wow, okay. She was in the rumble for 16 minutes and 41 seconds and eliminated nobody. So shows you how much faith he had in Tamina. <laughs> Kelly Kelly in at number four. Um, Hello. Previously advertised. I don't personally get the Kelly Kelly hype. I've never been a fan. I thought she's absolutely terrible in the ring. Nice, yeah. lo- lovely lady to look at, um, but absolute terrible professional wrestler and never been a fan personally. But she got a big pop. For the minute, the extreme expose for the minute and five seconds that she was in the match for. Um, number five is it a, a layer? A layer? I don't know how to pronounce her name. Aaliyah, Aaliyah. there we go. Alia three seventeen just said I pinned your ass. That's I was going to say she's the one who now holds the Guinness World Record, and um, so she was in a number five, and she was in for a good twenty three minutes almost. So they gave her a fairly decent show in. However, I can't say I remember much of her. So much so she was in for 23 minutes almost and eliminated no one in a similar fashion than Tamina. But she lasted some time. But I don't know. I kind of think that if you're going to allow people to be in the match for that long, they need to be eliminating people because people are coming in. The ring's going to build up. You, You need to show why you're lasting that long. It's not enough to just go, wow, look, that individual lasted 20 minutes. Yeah, but if they just led on the floor and stayed out the way of everybody in the corner, it doesn't mean anything. You remember people eliminating people and doing something in the match. And personally, unless anybody else can say any different, I can't remember much of anything that she did at all. She was just happy to be there. She loved it. Very much happy. And just like, <laughs> get ready for this. Liv Morgan in at number six, who was in the match for almost 40 minutes and eliminated no one also. So, again, it just brings up my point. (laughs) When she got eliminated, though, that was the most ridiculous thing. Well, it was because she should have won. Well, and there were were some boos when she got eliminated as well. So I think she's getting a a bit of a fan base, you know, certainly over the last few months. 
Um, her stock has certainly risen, and you know people weren't happy when she got eliminated, especially from the fact that she was eliminated by Brie Bella for Christ's sake. I've, I've just read here. I can't remember. I haven't. I haven't watched any of the Rumble matches back. I don't know if anybody has since last week. But um, I watched Sa- it again. Sasha Banks was eliminated third. I can't remember. Yeah, it was really that early because. Remember, yeah. we were like, what, what, what the fuck's going on here? Like, <laughs> yeah. Sasha Banks got thrown out. It was a Queen... weird one, but I mean, it was certainly it was. was only one winner. Queen Zelina. <laughs> ah, that's it. No, I do remember because Queen Zelina, she came in at number seven and she was the one that eliminated Sasha Banks because we all went, what? So, yeah. Mm. She was in for just short of 20 minutes. Bianca Belair. In at number eight, she had the Iron Woman, the Iron Woman herself, Dana Brooke, number nine, without the 24 7 championship. Yeah, I was about to say, no championship, you know, when you've got people bringing their titles out left, right, and center, no title, she should, and yet she's still holding it. You've got people bringing in their own championships from different companies. Yeah, but she didn't want to get pinned in the middle of the rumble for the title. Why didn't she? So that's a gripe that I have. This is the 24-7 championship. She is still the 24-7 champion, whether or not she holds the belt or not. Why did nobody try and pin her in the match or run in? Just get R-Truth to run in and pin her. Yeah, why didn't that happen? That would have been dressed as someone. You he could have right. been dressed as someone coming out as the next entrant. It would have been better than fucking Ivory. Bring him dressed uh, out, like dressed up dare. as Trish Stratus. Like, like have Trish's music here. Oh, and then it's like our truth coming out with a blonde wig on and a tank top. And he's trying Think to get the heat he would have had, though. <laughs> oh, mate. It, no, everyone would have loved Santina that. Morella. No. Santina Morella. Yeah, Santina Morella has been that one year. So a legend. Oh, That's because Miss WrestleMania. Number wow. right, number ten. Another one that I'm not bothered about, and people seem to, and it's Michelle McCool. Um, just because she's the Undertaker's wife, I think people are more bothered than they are these days. But Layla's I was never there. a massive fan. Yeah, I much preferred Layla than Michelle McCool. Layla, where was that reunion? first ever British woman to win the women's title? <laughs> True. Where was Layla? Disappointing. Sonia Deville, number eleven. I think I called Sonia Deville and would be in it when she was on the pre-show talking about when she's got the jacket on she's an official when she hasn't whatever so yeah um and she had she of course had two eliminations one being number 13 so number 12 was natalia and number 13 was cameron with that music with Ernest the Cat Miller's theme. Forget Brodus Clay, that's Ernest the Cat Miller. That's the greatest Royal Rumble entry. Ladies and gentlemen, Ernest the Cat Miller (laughs) when he debuted at the Royal Rumble. That was fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Brian Christopher. (laughs) Brian Christopher. (laughs) Oh, no reaction. (laughs) Poor Grandmaster Sexy. Number 14, Naomi. So this is where we got a bit of storytelling intertwining with the Royal Rumble. We, of course, had Sonia Deville eliminating Cameron and then, of course, just to further the storyline aspect with Naomi. So that was good. We had that. Carmella in at number 15, just short of being in the Rumble for one minute. And then Rhea Ripley. Yeah, don't forget, though, she was outside for ages with her mask she was. and stuff. She was putting that iron that mask. mask. Like, 
that was I didn't know what it was at first. At first, I thought she put some sort of like when I say face mask, like a cosmetic face mask, you know, like you peel mm. off at the end of the night. She's just like, having a skincare that? treatment. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rhea Ripley in at sixteen, three eliminations, um, almost well, just over half an hour, and then number seventeen, the SmackDown Women's Champion herself, who should have won. Charlotte Flair. So she the was most eliminations. She did. She had the most eliminations with five. Now, this is where I start getting angry. <laughs> Number 18. I will bring your attention <laughs> to last week when I picked my two potential surprises and my one out of the box. But then I also said... Oh, and here's some names that I think is potential that could turn up, but I'm not choosing them. And the person who I didn't choose, who of course turned up, was Ivory. Why did I not? And that was brilliant. As soon as that music hit, me and you, Jamie, looked at each other and we were like, yes, the right to censor. There she is. (laughs) And she came out in the the suits, in in the blouse and and skirt, and um, was chatting on the the shortest time in the rumble. She had, I'll tell you now. It's not a minute. I'm going to say it was like 20 seconds at most. When, yeah, 25 seconds. And I'm just checking now. And she did, yeah. she had, she is 60. Well, very true. And she looked bloody good for 60 as well. She did. That's yeah. why I said she wouldn't be in it. Because I said, oh, I had a look and she's 60. So I don't think she'll be in it. She had a microphone in her hand. Like she was cutting a promo on like... How all the women are like inappropriate and stuff, which I thought was quite funny. And then she just climbed in the ring, started cutting the promo, and then Rhea Ripley like knocked her over the cut, top rope, and she started the microphone in her hand, which I thought was a nice <laughs> And story. then they cut her off. She's there trying yeah, to talk outside. I just, that, that, that was the biggest, that was my biggest surprise of the entire night for me. That was my biggest pop that was because I loved the writers. Pop. It was for me personally, it was just. I, I will say, it, if it was just Ivory and she came out to her original theme, it wouldn't have been. It was the right to censor music, and it was the fact she was in the right to censor gimmick. That's why. A bit of nostalgia. WWE actually remember what happened 20 years ago for a change. Um, Number 19, oh, that theme, the, the worst, forget, people don't like the right to censor theme, but this is worse. Three Bella. Three mode. One of the it's best. Terrible. Themes. I would say what the third best theme of the women's division <laughs> in history. Awful. She had twenty minutes almost with three eliminations. No, awful, terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. I mean, they're into word for it, but if there was, it would be terrible. But she was in at 19, and then we had hardcore country itself. Mickey James with the belt, with her theme, and she got a massive pop, which was great to see, Dan. Absolutely incredible. I, I popped out of it. I thought they were just going to do the oh, Mickey, you're so fine music that they always do. And they may let her bring out the belt or they might just take it off the last minute. But I tell you what, that made the world rumble. That match for me, absolutely brilliant. She did get a big pop. And there was only one gripe I had with it. Does anybody know why? Does it, Could anybody remember why there might be a slight gripe with her entrance? 
No. No. So she came out to hardcore country and she had the belt in her hand and everyone's going mental and it came up on the screen with her name, Mickey James, and it said, Impact Women's Champion, not Impact Knockouts Champion. <laughs> so they didn't go with the knockouts word, probably because it is more of a, you know, it, it is associated with TNA specifically. And they just mm-hmm. wanted to be like, no, this is women, it's the women's division. But yeah, they didn't call it the knockouts championship. People won't understand what knockouts is. Well, yeah, because nobody watches Impact anymore. Exactly. <laughs> People are like, what's Impact? I thought, it was, I thought she's from TNA. <laughs> um, 21, Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. <laughs> I told you, in the vet, I said, what if she comes out? I said, what if they bring out that wedding planner? <laughs> she was, she did it. <laughs> she was having a good oh, dance. It was nice to she see loved her. It. Nikki ASH. Probably drunk and- as well. Oh, probably. Nikki ASH in 22, free agent Summer Rae 23. No, uh, not just free agent. WWE, uh, legend. WWE legend Summer Rae <laughs> with her 52-second appearance. It was worth the travel for that. Um, next Hall of Famer, Nikki Bella. I mean... Nowhere near as bad as a fiend, but as bad as a wrestler as Brie Bella. One of the greatest women's wrestlers of all time to win the greatest Royal Rumble ever, remember? Don't you remember we watched before the event? Oh, right. The ultimate Royal Rumble. Did you, did you two, did Joe and Dan, did you watch the ultimate Royal Rumble show on the network? I I can't watch it. Is that the one where they predict like who should be in each match and they rank them? And they've got Ryan Popola and Sam Roberts having yeah, an argument it, for half an It hour. wasn't a prediction because it. it was an ultimate rumble. It was their ultimate rumble. And but so they, they did one for the men's and women. women for the rumble. And 30 of men. Of all men, time. Of all time. And then they said, oh, we'll um, now say in what order we'd have them come out and who'd eliminate who and who'd Trish be the and winner. Lita first and second. And they just, <laughs> they are terrible. I, could, I said to Jamie, I said, I couldn't decide whether or not they were being fed names by producers and they already had the stuff written down and they were just told not to say, or they were genuinely just coming up with the stuff. But they had the ultimate Women's Royal Rumble and they had Nikki Bella win it all. Of all the... I mean, you had Trish in there, Lita, China, Ronda Rousey... um, Entrant number 15, Kayla Braxton. Yeah, they put Kayla Braxton in it. I'll be be fine with that. And then then the men's was worse because they they turned around and they said, oh, yeah, well, in at, like, number seven, Andre the Giant. And I said to Jamie, I said, well, Andre the Giant wins it then because he's in wrestling the greatest spectacle of all time. Yeah, Andre got eliminated about an entrant or two after he came in. And then they went, yeah, okay then. Not forgetting, this is the ultimate men's Royal Rumble of all time, of all the people that have ever been in it or not been ask, in it. Ask him, who do you think who do you think is going to win? Ultimate Royal Rumble of all time. Oh, yeah, so who won this the ultimate Rumble? This is everybody. Rumble? Everybody. You've got Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Stone Cold, The Rock, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. Everybody's in there. Past and well, present, Brock Lesnar, Kurt I'd Angle, predict Stone Cold because he's the only Hulk man to Hogan. win it three times. No, so Hulk Hogan, uh, sorry, Stone Cold, they had eliminated, I think he was like within the last six or seven he was when in he the got last eliminated six, around yeah. that time he did, yeah. Because The Rock eliminated him. The, yes. Who won it then? Well, it was the person that eliminated The Rock, it was, that we they were in the last two. Who do you think? Roman Reigns. Yeah. 
Roma Reigns won the ultimate run. And do you know what the best thing is? I said they were going, Oh, well, we don't know whether to put Kane in it. And I was like, What? Kane, up until recently, <laughs> had the most eliminations ever, and he's appeared in more Royal Rumbles than ever. And in the end, I can't remember if they put him in it or not, did they? They did, I'm pretty sure. They did. It, yeah, it was the, the best fight one was Yokozuna, weren't they? Yeah, they went, Oh no, I don't think Yokozuna needs to be in this match, so we won't put him in. And I said, He's won, he won a Royal Rumble. Why are you not putting him in the match? No, nah, no, nah, we don't we left him. so instead of putting Yokozuna in it, they put Michael Cole in. <laughs> <laughs> there was some terrible one. Michael Cole, and there was somebody else, I'm sure there was somebody who was an on screen person. Pat McAfee and Michael Cole in the <laughs> Ultimate Men's Royal Rumble. No they need the comedy characters. And then they said, oh, in at number four was Bret Hart. But because we're putting Bret Hart in, we don't need to put Lex Luger in, they said. And so we'll just pick one over the other. <laughs> yeah, but we'll put Pat, Pat McAfee in. It was terrible. It was That was worse yeah. than the Men's I'm Rumble on I the show. It. <laughs> it was. It was terrible. Um, Sarah Logan. In at 25. That, that was, was a nice. surprise. surprise. That was nice to see. Yeah. Lita at 26. And we. why didn't we just all say M- Molly Ollie was going to be in it? Because she's been in like all of them now for the last four she years. She was the producer as well. She was the yeah, producer she was. of the Rumble. She just put herself in like Shane. Um, but Taren, did you realise Did you realize that re- real superheroes don't need friends? Yeah, but that's a, just, yeah, let's have a beat up Mighty Molly for nothing to come of that as well. So... I, I quite popped to that, like when Mighty Molly ran down the ring, like me and um, Nikki just like just barged her. I just I quite popped to that. I don't know why. Well, uh, you must be a big fan of almost a superhero. I just thought it was funny because I thought, oh, they could have like superhero versus superhero. Well, yeah, in a cinematic match with powers. <laughs> yeah, oh, don't, <laughs> no, don't be don't flying in the air. Yeah. They're gonna. I've got to be fair. The new the new Avengers looks crap, mind, doesn't it? That's what happens when Iron Man dies. Unfortunately. (laughs) Number 28, the eventual winner, the return. No No one saw it coming. No one saw it coming. Um, Ronda Rousey herself. Um, Yeah, that was. She got a bloody big pop, as to be expected. Number 29, women's wrestler of all time. (laughs) What, Nikki Bella, the winner of the Ultimate Royal Rumble, Hall of Fame. No, Ronda Rousey. When Ronda came out at 28, that was more of a surprise in itself because she wasn't number 30. But then we, we both turned to each other, didn't we, Jamie? And we went, well, hang on. Shayna Baszler's not been in yet. And who else? And then we looked in Shotzi and we thought, well, there can't be any more surprises. And there he was, Shotzi at 29. And Shayna we just, we just wish Shotzi got knocked out and Paige came out. But there you go. <laughs> Where was Paige? <laughs> the rumours, it didn't happen. So, yeah, so we had Ronda Rousey win by last eliminating Charlotte Flair, I believe. So Charlotte yeah. did get down to the, uh, the the last two. And Ronda Rousey has won. So thoughts and impressions, guys? The best part about the Royal Rumble was it was the most predictable event of the year, and it's going to show by all of my points. <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, it was a pretty good Royal but as Jamie said, like, there's been rumours of Ronda being in it for at least the last week. It's pretty much confirmed she was going to come back. And we all said, like, we all picked her as a, I pretty much all of us picked her as like a surprise entry. No, we did because he said 
ale taker shit in the middle of the room if she even <laughs> turns up at the event. Not if oh, she's in the match, if she turned up. I actually why he's bottom. I actually genuinely <laughs> don't remember seeing anything like that at all. <laughs> Genu- I genuinely as soon don't. as she came out, Dan went, well, looks like you got to take a shit. <laughs> well, what I will say is, in retaliation, because she came out and because she, well, because she returned and because she won the Rumble and because she's headlining WrestleMania, today, I mentioned it before the podcast, today I bought my First wrestling t-shirt in years, and I bought the Rowdy Ronda Rousey wrestling t-shirt. So I'm now back to being the fanboy of the greatest. The Roddy ever. Piper white one. The, the Roddy Piper yeah. white one. No, you need the new one that says badass. <laughs> I'll get that as well. I'll get that. I tell I've you what, I'll get one. that if she wins at WrestleMania, because I guarantee she won't, and I will take a in the middle of your well, considering room, they've already she... basically said she's going to face Charlotte Flair this year and Becky Lynch next year and that'll be it and she'll retire but yeah she's not going to win she's not. stupid boy and I told you who else <laughs> isn't going to win do drop because she didn't beat Becky Lynch for the women's championship and is anybody surprised I you thought this was a really expensive no. match yeah the uh, Rumble was such a you know it was, it was on fire is that good it was lit. Literally, all the crowd are just like, oh no, the sign's falling down. It melted. It... And then he just I put it out with a fire extinguisher Royal... and just raised it back up again. I think the Royal Rumble's been watching too much suits because um, that WrestleMania sign got lit up. Dear God. Right. Raw Women's Championship. Nobody needs to or wants to comment on that, surely. It was. No, no, it, was, it, it was just boring. Good. Yeah. Just not boring. To... Not good. 10 minutes of my time wasted. Let's move on. Bob the Lash defeated Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship after Roman Reigns came down, hit the spear on Lesnar, and then walked over to Paul Heyman and said, give me that belt. And Paul just gave him the belt, and it was the turn. It finally happened. He's turned on Lesnar. He's aligned himself with Reigns, and your new WWE Champion of the lash. It was all you a swerve your name for WrestleMania. And you love to fight. But I say your <laughs> name is Finley and you're a bastard. <laughs> I, I I enjoyed the match. I didn't think it was quite as good as the opening match between Reigns and Rollins, but I thought it was decent for a Lesnar Lashley match. Neither of them looked weak. It was a way to get the title off Lesnar. Um and I think that if they were going to do it, it was nice to see they pull the trigger on the Heyman turn because I thought if they were going to do it, it was just going to be Reigns coming down to you know take out Lesnar and that win. So a little bit added extra with with Heyman knowing he's definitely turned on Lesnar and he's aligned himself with Reigns was pretty good. I thought Joe Joe called it, didn't you, Joe? You called it to a T. Yeah, I was like, oh, I think the last week's pod, I was like, oh the. It's going to be a good match, but I was like, oh, the, one of the managers is going to get involved. I was like, I'm pretty sure Paul Heyman's going to cost um, going to cost um, Lesnar the match and uh, going to go back to Reigns. I just like, I thought, well, there's only one way of doing it. Like, one of the managers like backs on the other one, and I thought, oh, yeah, this is a good way to go, and it makes them both look stronger than Bobby Lashley is going to go his own way. 
anybody think it was a poor match or a poor finish and they weren't happy with it? The only thing that I no. don't understand, we all know Brock Lesnar has declared Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, but then he's in the Elimination Chamber match as well. Can you see Brock losing an Elimination Chamber match? Just a thought. Um, Can you see him? Yes. Unless obviously Roman yeah, because Reigns it's no disqualification. Yeah, it's no disqualification. But he's locked in a cage. Yeah, but the door can open when one of when one of them gets eliminated and has to have the door open to leave. He can enter there, can't he? So there's a hole in the ceiling as well. Yes, true. There is. Yeah. Um, I, Fair enough. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't see it. I mean, we we will get onto that when we come to our elimination chamber predictions because I do have a theory over that. And the no, no, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, match five, then Edge and Beth Phoenix defeated yep. the Miz and Maurice. Terrible, I was disappointed. terrible, terrible. <laughs> yeah, no, there I, wasn't a word for it, but if it were, it would be terrible. I was, was quite predictable. I was the whole event was predictable, yeah. that's why I won so many points. I wouldn't even necessarily <laughs> say it was predictable, it was more the fact that the match was just boring for me just going through the motions i thought like and like miss and maurice tried to do like the skull crushing finale together didn't they and then edge and beth did like the double spear but that spear looked really bad i thought it just looked really like awkward and they were they were trying to do the couple spots together weren't they and they've just i don't know i i, I know what they were trying to do but like the delivery didn't meet the expectations. I think I, the I brick agree. in the purse, um, the brick in the purse, got over more than this match. <laughs> I like to say I'm not disappointed with the winners in respect of who I thought was going to win because that made more sense to me. The match itself, I just unfortunately just wasn't a uh, wasn't a fan of personally. Right then, that brings us on to. Dan's favourite match of the night, I'm sure. It was the Men's Royal Rumble for a spot to main event WrestleMania <laughs> itself. And yes, let's have a rundown. And I am quite pleased, I must say, just to start off, that when it he came to our predictions for three quality points... I said that number one would be AJ Styles, and they heard me. He was number one, AJ. Number two, Shinsuke Nakamura. Paying homage to the main event of WrestleMania from a few years ago. Um, Austin Theory, number three. He had about 20 minutes, 23 minutes, I think, or 22 minutes with his one elimination. Um, Styles the Iron Man in this one, I can't forget. Let me have he a was, quick yeah. look. He, he was. was just short of half an hour. 29 minutes and 6 seconds. Um, I mean, he, he eliminated the first, I say the first four, the next four that came in. So we eliminated Shinsuke Nakamura, Austin Theory, Robert Rudin at number four, and Ridge Holland at number five. I'm going to say Ridge Holland, to me, was the MVP of the Royal Rumble. I thought they made Ridge Holland look really strong and powerful. 
And it doesn't show it by eliminations because he only got one. But some of the moves that he was hitting in the middle of the ring, um, they were letting him have a, have a spell. And I thought he actually performed really, really well. And that's the first time I've kind of thought, oh, they might do something with him now. They, of course, won't. You know, SmackDown will happen on Friday, day, today, the day of uh, everybody listening to it and downloading it. And he'll probably do nothing, but I thought he looked decent. Montez Ford at number six, Damien Priest at number seven, Sami Zayn, number eight. Of course, he had to be ready for number nine, Johnny Knoxville. And he came out with the Jackass crew, some of them, Preston Lacey, Wee Man, and one of the newer members of the Jackass crew. I'm not a what fan was he wearing? Well, I think he was paying homage to Andy Kaufman, wasn't he? Because Andy Kaufman was wearing that in his feud with Jerry the King Lawler. So I think oh, right, it's okay. an Andy Kaufman homage um and if you google it and look it's it's the same costume effectively so i think it was um i was disappointed however with the way the that event. they the, <laughs> yeah. well i was disappointed with the way that they're using because he was only in the match for less than two minutes i thought if you're going to have johnny knoxville in there yes we know it's more to just promote the movie it's a bit of cross promotion but this is a guy yeah, this yeah. is the main star from jackass he can be thrown about he can be thrown off something he can do he whatever was. He ate he all took the moves and then was thrown out the ring. Yeah. No, not, not enough for me. Less than a minute and a half. <laughs> minute and a half. I want more. I, I wanted a book. I wanted him to meet down. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I, I want him in Saudi Arabia being run over by a camel and dragged around. That's what I want in the next jackass stunt. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, number 10, Dawkins from... Street Profits, number 11, Omos. And it was typical, of course, with Omos because it took everybody to eliminate him. I've got here AJ Styles, Austin Theory, Chad Gable, Dominic Mysterio, Ricochet. It's the old Big Show spot in there. It was the Big Show, Great Khali spot. And he only eliminated three. So, I mean, he eliminated eliminated half of his ex-tag team partner, AJ Styles, who got six. So... A decent enough way of booking him and showing him, but probably not quite as strong as they could have done with the idea that the fact that they, they want him to be the next Andre the Giant as far as the Undertaker sees him. Uh, number 12, Ricochet. And this is where my first gripe of the evening on theme music starts because, God, people have shit theme music these days, don't they? And you can't remember who's got who. Number one, I didn't know Ricochet changed his theme. And number two, it's it's just worse now. It's generic. And I felt that with a lot of the women's as well, but the men's as, as well. So since they changed, got rid of what's his chops, Jim, Jim, Johnson. Jim Johnson, and brought in this production company, the crap, the themes are absolutely terrible. They're so generic. They're so create a wrestler, create a superstar from like WWE games. They just don't add anything. You think about when Jim Johnson used to do his, you know, produce his music and he used to say like there's a documentary he's like I'll listen to this for Vader the stomping of the feet listen Tara, to this for the Undertaker things like that awful Tara, it's like you go into music class and you go on the keyboard and just press DJ mode well that's <laughs> what they've done and do you know what it is Joe it's terrible terrible I mean there isn't a word for it um, but yeah that was my first gripe when I thought oh god yeah this is awful to see Chad Gable, number 13, Dominic Mysterio, 14. I'm just rattling through some of these ones, as you can tell, because they're all meaningless. Happy Corbin, 15. Dolph Ziggler, 16. Seamus, 17. Rick Boogs, 18. 
Madcap Moss 19, and then we get to somebody fairly decent, Riddle at number 20. So you can kind of see the theme that's going through here, where not only are there no big names, there's no, or so far, no surprises as such or returning superstars. And by this point, me and Jane were talking about it, it was just very lacklustre. You know, we're, we're 20 yeah. in now, Riddle's just come down, and we're just kind of like, when's something going to happen? Oh, well, there's only 10 left. So something, yeah. something's going to happen. It's got to happen within the next fifteen minutes, ten minutes, fifteen minutes. The worst it's part exactly about exactly this, the, same. the worst part about this rumble is it didn't do anything for storylines. Tag partners weren't even in at the same time. The only the only rivalry that was in there at the same time was Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville. You were like, oh AJ. St-. I mean, besides possibly AJ Styles and Omos to a degree. But everybody else oh, is you like, had, um, oh, you've got a rival with Drew him. McIntyre, happy well, Corbin. he's in later, so sorry. Yeah. yeah. It just McIntyre, didn't do anything to... There was no but enhancement did... of storyline. No, though, did Johnny Knoxville get eliminated by Sami Zayn or by someone else? I can't remember. By no, Johnny Knoxville was eliminated by Sami Zayn, yeah. He was, yeah. so at least that was the that only proper storyline. But I agree with you, like, the Mysterios weren't in together, so you couldn't have that all with someone going to eliminate the other one type. Riddle thing. and Randy weren't in together. Exactly. I mean, we did have our first surprise. They were the the final five. Were they? Yeah, they they, they were, but only for maybe a minute or two because Riddle... It's when Brock Lesnar came down because he... Orton got uh, Riddle up to say, look, I need your help. Look who's coming in the ring. Um, They all all getting scared. Like, There wasn't, like, I agree with you, there wasn't any storyline with them of like, oh, they're going to tease them eliminating each other. It was kind of like, they didn't really do much with it. First surprise, really, of the evening. Drew McIntyre returning early from injury. Nice to yeah, see. Please. Kevin Owens, who should have won at 22. Rey Mysterio at 23. And then the big botch, forget <laughs> Melina. Kofi coming down, being the worst eliminated. Part is, I don't even think seconds. it was a botch. It because was. of the man who the man who produced it probably just went, just go for it and just fail miserably. <laughs> and then yeah. we'll just say it's a botch, but it wasn't. It was definitely a botch. You could tell and you could think, you could see them were thinking, oh shit, what do we do here? It's too obvious that both of his feet touched and they kind of played the replay. We're like, oh no, no, you're out. So good on them on the fly. For he would have been eliminated it. two minutes after anyway. Well, I read on the dirt sheets that actually he was going to be towards the end and he'd had loads of stuff booked to do with him and Big E throughout um, the rest of the time that he was in there. So stuff was going to happen. So fair play to everybody in the ring on the fly thinking, okay, we kind of need to change this up now without it looking too obvious. I suppose it added a bit of like authenticity to the match as well, thinking, oh, you know, he's actually genuinely been eliminated, nothing to do with the actual booking of the match or storyline, and they're sticking to it. So I suppose that did help, but yeah, poor Kofi. Otis 25, Biggie absolutely shat on at 26, lasting six and a half minutes. Terrible. Yeah. And then uh, here comes my next gripe. You know what's going to say. My next gripe isn't even the fact that Bad Bunny is number 27. My gripe is, is that before the event, all over social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, they took a picture of him with an out-of-character Undertaker and went, oh, look, the Undertaker and Bad Bunny are backstage at the Royal Rumble having a chat. Now, we knew the Undertaker wasn't going to be in the match, but every t- and then everyone was like, so Bad Bunny's been in the match. So you're spoiling stuff before it's even happened. And I just, it winds me up. Why do they do that? Why do they do that? I, I don't know. They did the same with um, Oksana, didn't they? They showed a picture of her backstage and like yeah. trying to tease her. Oh, apparently she was like... Um, 
think she was like a reserve. Yeah, alternate, yeah. Because so were some, oh, I can't think who else, somebody else was as well. Caitlin and Lana. Caitlin and Lana, yeah. Um, Shane McMahon, number 28, we'll get on to him in a minute. Randy Orton, hometown boy, 29, big pop. And then, of course, as soon as we knew what happened in the Lashley match, we knew he was going to be number 30. Jamie, of course, knew he was going to be number 30. I mean, we all did anyway, but Jamie was the one that included it. Um, he, He won it. Yes, of course he did. I mean, I don't even want to particularly comment unless anybody else does on Brock Lesnar because it was too obvious. My comments were more... Too actually, obvious that nobody said it. Well, yeah. Um, and Dan decided bit... just to give me three points even though it was the most obvious <laughs> thing that was going to happen. I said Brock Lesnar. The comments yeah. on the did comments you put on it in this, three points for the surprise? He did. So he, he wanted the three points, that's why. But he did you get six points? He did. I got six points. Um, Maybe four. I can't remember if it was an outside-the-box engine. God knows. I will tell you in a moment. Shane McMahon, though, obviously the news coming out of it is that he's already been let go by WWE. They say let go. He's not been <laughs> released, but they basically said, yeah, the plans for you are yeah, the plans for you are mainly off now because the I, I think the news coming out of it is that he was part of the booking team. He effectively booked himself to come in at the end show himself to be really strong. He was like <laughs> Try beating, and batter everybody. He was beating up Riddle and everyone and Bad Bunny and all that kind of stuff, yeah. Um, I mean, Shane McMahon eliminated... Beat up Riddle. Riddle would have destroyed him. Well, exactly. And Shane McMahon eliminated Kevin Owens as well. Um, yeah, he's been sent home. That ain't happening. So that was the Royal Rumble. And... I say bring him back for the like biggest boo ever. Bring him back for elimination. <laughs> he could, he could have massive heat. It could be great. Yeah, but if you think about it, though, is it such a bad thing that he was in at number 27 and that he had such a strong show in eliminating Kevin Owens and battering everyone? He is the best in the world. He it won true. it all in Saudi Arabia. It is true, but that's what I'm saying. Bring him back and he can literally just be like, I'm a booker and I can do whatever I want and I put myself in that match. He could literally just make it massive heat on the crowd, but... They're not going to go for it. They just went, oh, no, it's fine. Yeah, we'll get rid of it. No, no, well, it could have been great. Know. It could have made it something good. And then and then God knows he would have faced the mania. But... Yeah. i got to say about Bad Bunny, Mikey, Tarrant. I know you're not a big fan of him, but considering he's not an actual like trained wrestler, he's like a singer or a rapper or whatever you want to call him. He actually did quite well in the most Rumble, successful like... Latino artist of all time. That's what he has like over a billion followers. He puts his heart and soul into it, and he can move about in the ring, and he does take it seriously. He's not just there to, you know, up his status to not say, "Look at me." He, you know, he's yeah, exactly. He, I will give him that. I will give him that. Right. That's why he's buying his T-shirt when he wins no, no. at WrestleMania. <laughs> when he wins again. the world title at WrestleMania, yeah, I'll do, I'll do it when he wins David the world Arquette. title. Well, he wasn't Bobby even Lashley in the match, David Arquette. <laughs> right, I let's think have you a should look. get minus five for some of your answers. Well, we'll have a look now. <laughs> Pay-per-view predictions or premium live events predictions. We have points for Jamie, a point for Becky Lynch winning, a point for Edge and Beth Phoenix winning. Oh, no, wait. You don't get a point for Reigns because he didn't win. Mm-hmm. A point for Lashley. Three points for Ronda Rousey winning because she was your third choice, and three points for Brock Lesnar winning. You get nothing for the women's or the men's on who was going to be number one or number 30 because unfortunately that's gone. So, mm-hmm. no. And um, you're, you get a point for 
saying Ronda was going to be in the Rumble because she wasn't your out of the box. You're out of the box as Lacey Evans for three points. So you just get one point for your women's. So I think that puts you at 10 points. Was Brock not one of my out of the box ones? Brock was. No, you had Tomasa Champer no. and Corey Graves for a point each, and outside was Jericho. No, oh, yeah, just for Bance. So, yeah, 10, 10 points. points. Fair well, enough. I'll take it. Oh, let's get me out of the way. A point for Becky Lynch, a point for Edge and Beth, <laughs> nothing for Reigns, nothing for Lesnar, nothing for the me- women's, nothing for the men's. Three points, however, for picking AJ Styles to be number one. Well, that was it. Nothing for any of the women's surprises. Nothing for any of the men's. I got five points. <laughs> That's half of what you got still. Yeah, half. <laughs> five less points. Oh, damn. Point for Becky Lynch. Nothing for Miss and Maurice. Nothing for Reigns. Point for Lashley. Three points for Brock Lesnar because he was your third out of the choice, out of the box pick. Nothing for your women's or your men's on number one and number 30. Nothing for your women's on who were your picks to return or appear. And nothing, it was. unfortunately. I said Melina. You are right. I do apologize. You got a point for Melina. Um, but you're out of the box was Roxy. So not three points, unfortunately. And nothing for the men's on there. Um, so I get that at three, well, six points for Dan. Look up the cameras, Taryn. I've got it up there for me. <laughs> Good. <laughs> as long as Taryn finishes bottom, that's all that matters. And let's go to Joe. So Joe, a point for Becky Lynch, a point for Edge and Beth, nothing for Reigns, a point for Lashley, nothing on the women's because you had Bianca, Sasha or Oscar, nothing on the men's because you had Big E, AJ and Drew. When it comes to your women's predictions, you got one point for saying Ronda Rousey would be on there, but she wasn't your out-of-the-box page was. You also had Raquel Gonzalez. And then the men's, you had Pete Dunne, Ron Breaker, and Matt Cardona. So nothing for that. So I have that at four points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so I wasn't bottom for that. Joe was before because I got five points. Yeah, I thought they were gonna have more like NXT call ups. I mean I was gonna mention yeah, no. like True. the the rumble match, like no NXT call ups in the women's, no NXT call up in the men's. I thought Brom Breaker and Tomaso Champa were just like no brainers. Yeah. Even Walter. Um Matt Cardone again for Who's Walter? Gunther. Gunther. Again, yeah, Matt Cardona is like a forbidden door entry, like He's killing it on the Indies in a minute, so I thought again, no brainer. But obviously, they be can't book for shit. So yeah, unfortunately not. And that gives us our current prediction table as me and Joe are on nine points overall. After I, I did that in one event. <laughs> after two events, Dad is on ten, and Jamie is on fourteen. So Jordan Henderson, 14. So we shall await Elimination Chamber. However, we won't await the quiz to finish off the show this week. Daniel, what have you got for us? Is he 3-0 yeah, in nice. this quiz as well? So on yeah. the quiz, Dan is 3-0. So finally, well. someone's going to get a point. Let's go for it. Let's, Let's tie it, nil, nil, nil. <laughs> Let's do this. So it's a kind of a mixed bag. There's a couple Royal Rumble. I got a Royal Rumble question to start it and when to end it. So I thought about doing like a full Royal Rumble one, but I thought, nah, you know what? 
let's just mix and match it. So your first question, two points, who is the oldest male and the oldest female to enter the Royal Rumble match? Point each. Oldest male and oldest female. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not winner, just anyone who's entered it, the oldest person. Yep, cool. Okay, number two. Brutus the Barber Beefcake got the nickname the Barber after cutting whose hair? So to give you a clue on that, I think it was at WrestleMania 2 or WrestleMania 3. Um, he was in the corner of Rowdy Roddy Piper um, and then his opponents were kicking off. Um, so they ended Jamie's up like, Googling one of the opponents. I can see his phone. Stopped one of the opponents and um, they got some um, shears from underneath the ring um, and he cut this person's hair and then he had a gimmick ever since, but who's hair did he cut? Okay, number three. Who is the longest reigning NXT tag team champions? So individual or their team name, longest reigning NXT tag champs. That's not NXT UK, normal NXT. Okay. Cool deal. Number four, who has held the US Championship the most times? I won't tell you how many because I'm going to use that as a tiebreaker if we need it. But who's won the US title the most times? And that's WWE, that's WCW. Who's won it the most times that it's been going? Okay. Cool. Number five, who did Dolph Ziggler cash in his Money in the Bank briefcase on? The greatest cash in in history. Oh, the pop ski, one of the best pops I've ever. Heard. It was pretty good that year. Just number AJ six. In what year? Chilling at ringside. Yeah, why not? In what year was the a thousandth episode of Raw? Oh, it was. Yeah, I'll go with that. Number seven. Who was which wrestler played Mister Hinks? In the James Bond movies. That's number seven. Which wrestler played Mr. Hinks in the James Bond movies? Okay. Um, Number eight. Which two wrestlers had a tag team in Ring of Honor called the Kings of Wrestling? Good Lord. I'll give you a clue. One is a current WWE superstar, and one has been in WWE but is no longer in WWE. And I'll either with both of them, I'll accept their Ring of Honor names, they or their WWE names. Rises. Okay, okay, number nine. Which U.S. state was the home of Jake the Snake Roberts? Where he was actually born or like where he was built from? And both the same. Oh, they are both the same, are they? Okay, yeah, I, I, I do my due diligence, I check. And number 10, it's worth six points. So it's about this year's Royal Rumble. So we all know who won the Royal Rumbles, men and women's, Ronda Rousey and Brock Lesnar, but they would have been in a final four. So can you name me in both matches, the other three people from that final four? So six people in total, three women, three men, who were in the final four that you exclude the people who won it? Mm-hmm. Let me know when you guys have got uh, six written down and we'll go through. 
Okay, yeah, let's go with that. Lovely. You guys already, Joe? You good? <laughs> no, he's yeah. just finishing off Googling. He is fantastic. Okay, right. Uh, I'll go around the room or around the chat or the pod. Number one, who is the? Oh, we'll go in order. We'll do male first, then female. Who is the oldest male to enter the Rumble, Joe? Mister McMahon. Taran. No idea, so I went with Big John Stewart. And Jamie? I went for Ric Flair and then crossed it out for Vince. You're all wrong. It's Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Oh, hell. Of course it was when he... He was 63. Yeah. Yeah. And um, who is the longest... Uh, sorry, longest, oldest woman? Jamie? Ivory. Joe? I put Ivory as well. Taran? It'll be the May Young or the Fabulous Moolah, surely. So May Young. Well, no, because they weren't in a rumble. They'd both I thought they might side. have turned up in something like the Attitude Era or something. I don't know. No, the only women who've been in the men's one is um, Nia China. Jax, Beth Phoenix, and China. And China. There's only the, yeah. yeah, those three. Um, so, no, it, it's right. It's Ivory. Oh, the right no. to censor. <laughs> okay, Brutus Beefcake. Got the nickname. The barber, after cutting whose hair? Uh, Taron. Adrian Adonis. Joe? Adrian Adonis. Jamie? Mr. Perfect. <laughs> it was Adrian Adonis. Good. Number three, who are the longest reigning tag team champions of NXT? Jamie, I know you love NXT. Who do you think it is? Uh, the greatest tag team ever in NXT, The Ascension. Yeah. Taron? Yeah, it will be well now, but DIY, I've got no idea. <laughs> and Joe? FTR Rival. No, it was The Ascension. It's when I watched it. That's that <laughs> <laughs> okay, who has held the US title the most times? Joe? John Cena. Taron? I also put John Cena. Jamie? Same, John Cena. Nope, Ric Flair. Oh, no, we don't count NWA. The clue was <laughs> when I said the other companies. I should have I put alarm bells going off there. Um, number five, who did Dolph Ziggler cash in on? His money in the bank, Joe? Randy Orton. Taron. Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, ADR, Alberto Del Rio. Okay, we have your number six. What year was the 1,000th Raw, Joe? 2015. Jamie. <laughs> I also went 2015. <laughs> Taryn. 2011. Oh. Taryn's closest, but he's still not going to point. It's 2012. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Number seven, which wrestler played Mr. Hinks in the He's the only wrestler that's been in Bond. He's not. And uh, Taryn? You've worried me now because I've put put Batista, so I've got it wrong. But what film is it? And I'll tell you what the answer is. It's Spectre. Spectre. Oh, so it's Batista Batista. then. You worried me now. I thought it was someone else. (laughs) Rocky Mayer. No, not Rocky Mayer. High Chief Peter Mayer. High Chief Peter Mayer. Yes, he was, yeah. (laughs) I just knew Batista (laughs) was in one. (laughs) 
Yeah, Batista. So, number eight, guys, what two wrestlers had the tag team in Ring of Honor called the Kings of Wrestling? Uh, I reckon Joe will know this. So we'll go Taryn first. I didn't put an answer. Same. <laughs> go on, Joe. What do you reckon? Matt Riddle, Drew Gulak. No. It is Chris Hero, also known as Cassius Ono, oh, and no. Cesaro, also known as Claudio Castiglione. Oh, no. Oh. So no points. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, number nine, which US state was the home of Jake Roberts? Joe. Las Vegas, Nevada. So Nevada. Nevada? Nevada. Jamie? Texas. Texas, I, thought, I believe it's Gainesville, it Texas. I put Arlington. Yep. I, just went, it's I don't Gainesville. know why. I just went, oh, no, Arlington. I should get a five-point yeah. bonus for putting Gainesville. <laughs> no, you, you still last time. Never going to change. <laughs> okay, we're going to go through your um, men's and women's final four in the Rumble. We'll start with the women's. So we know that Ronda Rousey won the women's, but we got three points available if we were in the final four. Um, so I'll go through the list, but... Um, We'll start with Joe. Joe, are you three? Women's or men's? So we start with, sorry. I just said Ronda Rousey won. So who are the other three? <laughs> All right. Um, Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, Shotzi. Jamie? I've got Charlotte, Bianca, and Shayna. And Taryn? I also have Charlotte, Bianca, and Shayna Baszler. It was Charlotte, Bianca, and Shayna. Is that just one point for all three? Point for each? A point you get a point for each. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Taryn's got the most points he's ever had in any quiz ever with those three. <laughs> Let's go with the men. So we know with the men's it was Brock Lesnar. But uh, who were the other three? Taryn? Um, Randy Orton, Shane McMahon and Bad Bunny. <laughs> Jamie? Riddle. Shane McMahon, Drew McIntyre. And you. Someone's <laughs> face out of fuck, yeah. I got, <laughs> I got Randy Riddle and Drew. It was Drew, Riddle, Shane McMahon. Bro. That's what I got one. Because again, bro, 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 Randy Orton got thrown out in his hometown. Put him in the top four. Don't understand yeah. it whatsoever. <laughs> they put like... Shane in the top four instead. No, he okay, put himself so, uh, in the top Shoots. four. Right, I got Let's eight points. Got? Eight points because of that three pointer. Twelve. Seven. Seven. Jamie gets a point. Um, for let's see, you can get closest to this. How many times has Ric Flair won the US title? Uh, well, seven. I'll I'll say seven because John Cena won six. Yeah, seven. Yeah. Jeff? Seven. Seven. Yeah, John Cena won like four or five. It was six. Six? Well, I was close as we're seven, so more points. We all me. won. No, I did it first. <laughs> no, nah, Jamie wins. There we Jamie go. Wins. That is a point for Jamie. So that puts Dan on three, Jamie on one, and Joe and Taryn still yet to get off the mark. Oh, well, do one then, Dan. Where can everyone find us on the socials? Yeah, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We're Grapple Cash Show. We're available on all platforms such as Apple, Spotify, Deezer. But with Spotify, you can now give us reviews. Give us those five stars or four and give us comments on what you like. 
Um, but yeah, uh, social media wise, we again we're Grapplecast Show available on your Facebook, your Instagram, and your Twitters. With the Twitter, feel free to give us a follow as well. We're regularly running polls and questions. Um, so yeah, feel free to um, get involved, guys. Lovely. Thanks very much for listening. I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed performing this podcast much more than I did watching the Royal Rumble pay-per-view overall. <laughs> so that probably speaks well for both of them. Um, but yeah, so until next week, Jamie, if you want to sign us off. I don't give a damn about my bad reputation. <laughs> Bye, Bye, guys. Sarah. Bye.